The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. Yes, it can seem rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, and it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of your inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. Here on The Christine Uptrich Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Are you ready to step into your vibration of change? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Christine Uptrick Show here on KKNW AM 1150 in the Seattle area and on Transformation Talk Radio around the world. Or if you're listening after the fact, you might be listening on one of the dozens of podcasts this ends up or on christineupchurch.com. But wherever and whenever you're listening from today, we're grateful you're here. And I think you're going to be grateful, too, because we are going to be talking about something that we've never talked about in the like 350, 400 shows, Christine Uptrick show. Um, and that is the spiritual side of Chinese medicine. Um, but before, before we go any further, I want to say hello to Olivia at TTR, Transformation Talk Radio. Hello, Olivia. Hello there. And Mr. Benny Mathers on KKNW. I'm so disappointed I'm not in the studio with you, but um, it's nice to hear your voice every week, Benny. Oh, thank you very much. And yours as well every week. And Big Heart still goes out to everyone there and stay safe as uh, always. And uh, we're doing what we can, right? Still trying to flatten that curve. We are. Yeah. We are. And and interestingly enough, you know, here in the Seattle area, we have scientists have discovered, um, medical doctors have discovered that COVID-19 has been around since December. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we have really been at ground zero, and I'm just so impressed with how we are handling this. I think that um, we've got a lot of transformation underway, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. Um, but I'm, I'm very grateful to be in this area, and I'm so grateful that my family and I are safe, including my kitties. Um, before I introduce our guest, we're going to go to a 60-second break. We're just going to make sure that all the technology is in alignment and um, you're going to be grateful if you stay. Stay tuned for the on the other side of the break with Gene Hayner. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there. But when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Uptrick Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. I'm really excited about our conversation today because not only is this one of my all-time favorite guests who has shared deep wisdom through her, you know, 30-year career, uh, but 
she's going to be talking about something from an angle I've never heard of before, before I read her book that's coming out. We're talking about Jean Hayner. She, um, she studied for like 30 years. She studied the principles of Chinese medicine and she's been really good about translating that into practical applications for us living in our daily lives. She's written several books on uh, Chinese face re reading and symmetry or lack thereof. And one of my all-time favorite books is Clear Home, Clear Heart. Uh, and she has a new book out that's coming in June. It's called The Five Elements Solution. Discover the spiritual side of Chinese medicine to release stress, clear anxiety, and reclaim your, your life. Uh, she's taught all around the world. And in fact, um, Louise Hay discovered her and sort of put her on the map in a bigger way. Uh, I know she was dear friends with, with uh, Louise Hay, and uh, I'm so glad she found you because it means so many of us can find you. I'd like to welcome our guest today, Jean Hainer. Hi, Jean. Oh, hi, thank you, Christine. It's so wonderful to be back here with you. It's great to have you here. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's funny because um, I didn't realize that you had more to say about all this. And, <laughs> I, I approach any kind of new system that I hear about or read about with a bit of skepticism. You know, I've got that left brain, you know, former research statistician, you know, kind of prove it to me. And, and you lay things out in a way that's really beautiful. And then you get to the, the test, like, you know, what am I, right? And I go through the first four of the five elements and um, I'm thinking, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, I'm not going to be anything. And then I get to the last one that's like, answered yes to almost all the questions like okay yep that's me there's something to this so i'm really excited to talk to you about this what what prompted you to bring this new work forward mm. well thank you so much yeah i have been studying the spiritual side of chinese medicine for over 30 years i'm not an acupuncturist i don't have medical credentials my focus hasn't been on on the physical body but more on the health of the spirit and, you know, everybody knows that you can go to an acupuncturist if your health is uh, compromised and, and get healing. Uh, people know that Chinese medicine treats that. But what many people don't know is there's a whole other side of Chinese medicine that just like an acupuncturist treats energy points in your body to heal your body, this treats energy points in your life to heal your life when it's not working for you. And that has always fascinated me. In Chinese medicine, they developed a map of how energy moves through the body. But what most people don't know is they also developed a map of how your life is meant to work. And that includes your personality patterns. So there is a whole side of Chinese medicine that revolves around personality types, the psychology mm -hmm. of who we are. And so these five elements that Chinese medicine brings forward, there are five different personality types and the questionnaire you were uh, referring to is in the book where you you can go through the questions take the mm -hmm. survey and find out what your combination of elements are and the purpose of that is to see why you've been creating the life that you have what uh -huh. you really need to be happy and how to stay in balance so you can achieve the success and happiness that you deserve in a way that's right for you right and one of the things i was so fascinated by was um you said that this information, you know, used to be very prevalent, but it was squelched and Chinese medicine got turned into kind of like, almost like the American medical model. 
here with acupuncture and herbs to deal with the physical issues. What happened along the way that kind of, you know, kept that information from being more widely known? Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, I highly recommend any kind of acupuncture for people because- Oh, I, even, I do too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if, if it's not the most refined version, it's still incredibly helpful. But you're right, back in the 1950s when Mao was in charge, uh, he really purged uh, their culture, their nation of the ancient wisdom. He burned books. He, oh. sometime, he uh, got rid of many practitioners and teachers, sometimes killed them and developed what uh, a form of acupuncture that was kind of dumbed down in a way for, mm -hmm. so that peasants could uh, do it. it. They were called barefoot doctors. It was a very simplified version of acupuncture. And it was, you're right, much more like the Western model, more linear, more like, okay, put the needle there and that will happen. And, uh -huh. and so much of the true wisdom and the deeper principles of Chinese medicine was lost in China, but fortunately, much of it survived outside of China. And it's only in the last 20 years or so that it's finally been coming to light with the, the foundational principles that aren't linear, that are much more sophisticated and elegantly beautiful about how illness really begins on the level of the spirit, but it can be uh -huh. healed on the level of the spirit as well. And so all my work, a lot of people call my work acupuncture for the spirit because uh -huh. it starts the healing on the spirit level, whether you're physically unwell or whether your life just doesn't seem to be working for you. Right. And I, I often, um, I mean, there are people out there who think that, oh, you know, working on the spirit, that's really woo-woo. But scientists have shown that we have this biofield that goes around us, this, this aura or energy field or spirit, as you say, um, exists and you can see where there are holes in it. You can see when it's depleted. And you can also see there's been scientific evidence that if you do certain things, you can fill in the holes, you can make it you know, larger and healthier. So when you talk about somebody being vibrant, it's, it's the sort of thing where there really is this, this light that's emanating in a healthy way. Um, so it's not woo-woo in that sense. You know, you spirit, but it's, it's really scientific in some ways. Well, you know, that's a beautiful way to put it because I'm sure we've all met people who just when they walk in the room, there's a light around them and they may not be Hollywood beautiful, but they just are radiant. And that shows that emotionally they're in balance. They're to some degree comfortable within their own skin and we feel drawn to them. We want to feel like that too. And, right. you know, even Western medicine acknowledges that illness begins on an emotional level when we're out of balance emotionally, if we don't resolve that, if we, if we don't deal with our feelings and we stay out of balance, then over the years, slowly, physical illness can manifest as a result of that. Right. There's, a, there's a, in the ancient texts in Chinese medicine, they say that you know, you're, you're not sick because you've caught germs, but you've caught germs because you're sick. In other words, you're out of balance. Right, and, and one of the things I love um, that I learned with, you know, when I was going in for acupuncture once upon a time, it's like, you know, the, the colds aren't, you know, this, this virus that were bad, they were coming to eliminate toxins. Mm. So your body was out of balance and it's like, okay, well, let's get it out through, you know, the sinuses. Or, so it makes perfect sense that um, we need to have balance 
in our immune systems. And I'm thinking about right now with COVID-19 all over the world, it's never been more important. Well, I'm and, fascinated you know, though by the, the, the five elements. What are the five elements? Yeah, and you're making a really good point. I just wanted to touch on that because one of the most valuable things I think that the spiritual side of Chinese medicine can help us with is an understanding our personality type and what advice is a fit for us and what advice won't work, especially in these times of the pandemic, pandemic when everybody's stressed and struggling and then we get some advice about, oh, you should just do this. And so we try to do that. But if it's not a match for our vibration, for our personality type, it won't work. But then human nature means that we blame ourselves. We don't blame the yes. advice as though that was no good. We, we think we've mm -hmm. done something wrong. And there's certain ways to deal with difficulties like this that are a match for each of the five element personality types. So the five elements in Chinese medicine are called water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And these are just descriptive terms for a type of energy. So there is a water element personality. And this kind of person, for instance, is someone who's very creative, very intuitive, rather quiet, doesn't necessarily wear their heart on their sleeve, doesn't just share their deep inner feelings with just anyone. There's a lot right. going on inside with a water element person and they need solitude. So during the pandemic, when we're stuck at home, in a way that's nice because they're getting solitude, but if sure. they're stuck at home with the family, not so much solitude. So, oh, right, right. So they need to pull away and find a quiet place on a regular basis so they can oh, just kind of decompress and come back to themselves and then they can go out and be with the family again. Uh-huh. So, so then the next type is after yeah. water is the next type is the wood element personality. And this is someone who loves to be active physically and mentally. They like to get things done. They're hard workers. They're really gung-ho kind of people. And so, right. oh gosh, staying at home during the pandemic, they're going to get really twitchy and they're not going to be able to have patience with the whole situation. It's going to drive uh -huh. them crazy. It can cause them to be impulsive or to, to be really frustrated and have outbursts if they're if they're not managing. And, and so one way for a wood element person to deal with the current situation is to find ways to stay active, to exercise and work out every day without fail, maybe more than mm -hmm. once, and mental exercises to stay mentally active as well, whether that's puzzles or fixing things, or often wood element people are, are naturally entrepreneurial. So this mm -hmm. would be a great chance to develop their ideas for a, a side business that they've always wanted to been wanting to grow, but haven't had time. Interesting. So you've talked about water, which is very much about being, and yeah. then wood, which is very much about doing. Yep. Okay. What's the What's the next element? <laughs> so the next one is the fire element personality, uh -huh. and this is someone with a great sense of humor, very lighthearted. They need to have fun in life, and and they kind of provide fun for everyone else. You know, they can't have a conversation with another person without dropping a little joke in or just uh -huh. saying something really lighthearted. And yeah. so they're great fun to be around. Fire element people need to socialize. They, mm -hmm. they don't do well in isolation all by themselves for very long. They need stimulation. And often it's the stimulation of conversation. Uh -huh. And so with a fire person, if they're home alone, well, they're going to need to be on Zoom or FaceTime or phone or whatever in order right. to touch with people so they get that stimulation mm -hmm. okay so 
water, wood, fire. What's next, earth? The next one is the earth element personality. You're right. And this is someone for whom relationships are the most important thing in life. They mm -hmm. like their connections. They, they, their friends will end up being like family to them. They often uh -huh. don't have superficial relationships. They have lifelong bonds. They're probably still friends with people they went to grade school with in some cases. They like I've known people like that and I just, I, I'm surprised. It's not that I'm, yeah. I, I touch yeah. it, it's just, how did that happen? Yes. That it means a lot to them to, to stay connected. The hardest thing for an earth element person is to lose a relationship, even if it's not working for them. Even if it becomes toxic, it's still going to be really painful to let it go to break that connection. And they tend to worry about everybody in their lives. So right now, oh. if they're stuck at home, oh my gosh, they're worrying about everyone. There's sure. two important things for an earth element person to do. One is don't keep your worries in your head. Write them down, get them out of your head. Because okay. earth element people, if they keep their worries going around and around in their heads, they say that the thoughts coagulate they get kind of stuck and then it's hard to make decisions or think clearly. So uh -huh. write them down. And the second thing is, yes, stay in touch. Even if it's just a little, hi, how are you? You know, 15 second chat, however right. they can with people to stay in touch with family and friends. That makes sense. And then they can also have a little peace of mind if they know that their family or friends are, are, are safe. Right, yes, of course, yeah. And then the, yeah. the final personality type is the metal element personality type. And uh -huh. to some degree, metal element people have the easiest time of it in one way right now, because uh -huh. metal people need space. They need to get away from <laughs> <Me. laughs> Yeah, I can relate. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm talking with my metal uh, clients these days and, and they say to me, you know, confidentially, even though I'm really distressed about what's going on in the world, it's paradise here at home. <laughs> anyone. Oh. So that can be helpful. But here's the thing. Metal element people are what I call physical empaths. They're very sensitive to the energy of other people. And yeah. to, to live in close quarters or work in close quarters with other people can be uh -huh. really stressful for them. But even now, the people don't have to be in the same room with you in order for you to feel their energy. And what right. I mean by that is this global distress that's going on. Metal uh -huh. people can be stressed by that. They can feel that yeah. energy and it can be very hard for them to manage. Yeah. Well, according to the survey, I'm so <laughs> not metal, right? I think it was like 13 out of 15 or 14 out of 15. And I could feel this coming. I like early February, all of a sudden, the words that came out of my mouth, I've got to get out of here. And I, I started looking for rental places in another state thinking it was my yep. general vicinity. And of course it started here, right? Um, yeah. the Seattle area was ground zero. I mean, for a while they thought it was California, but now we're finding that we actually had cases in December and, and then, the fear has come and it's been, it's taken a lot of um, conscious boundary setting for me to not be absorbing that other stuff. And, and because it was affecting my fear, which I don't naturally go to with something like this, but it, it was really affecting me. And I've, I've had to sort of disengage in certain ways and set up the energetic boundaries in order to not be absorbing that. 
That's such a great insight. And metal people do need a lot of help in order to establish energetic boundaries, because of course, we're not taught how to do that. We're not yep. even taught words for what that feels like. And so right. it is really important. And I wouldn't, I'm not surprised to hear that you felt it way before it started. I bet a lot of people started having weird thoughts and feelings months ago. I remember six to nine months ago, I had this overwhelming sense that things were just going to grind to a halt in 2020. Huh. And I thought it had to do with me. I thought, oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe I need to take a sabbatical or so. What? Huh? Right, right. And then it all started to come clearer in, in March. It's like, oh, it's not me personally. It's global. Uh-huh. So what, what type are you? Well, so just to, just to make sure everybody understands, we all have all five element types in our personalities, but in different uh -huh. measures. And, and as you said, you found one that's very strong for you. Most of us uh -huh. will find one that is dominant for us. So uh -huh. I'm like you, my, my predominant one is the metal element personality type, uh -huh. but I also have fire and earth. So I can kind of play mm. around and go back and forth. And, and, okay. and a lot of people have two or three strong ones. Some people have just one very strong one. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, that's your mm -hmm. own personal recipe. However, those work out for you. That's how mm -hmm. you were meant to be designed. Okay. So one of the things that I find so fascinating about the book is that um, you list the, some of the psychological things that can come up, right? When, when, you know, each type is out of balance but also some of the physical issues. Mm. Um, how, how did that get mapped along the way? Mm -hmm. Well, in Chinese medicine, each of these five elements relates to different parts of the body, different organ systems, different ways the body functions. And so for instance, a metal element personality um, will, it's kind of like each of us has a weak link in the chain in terms of uh -huh. health. If, if we're gonna, if our body's gonna get stressed, if we're gonna get stressed, that's the thing that's going to kind of misbehave or talk to us. So for uh -huh. mental element people, for instance, um, often it is something to do with the lungs, asthma, bronchitis, respiratory illnesses, mm -hmm. things like that, or the lower digestive system. People, uh -huh. uh, metal element people are more likely to have irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, anything to do with uh, the lower digestive system or the lungs. It's uh -huh. not please understand, it's not that they're all doomed to have that, but it's sure. like that, yeah, if your system starts going out of balance, metal people won't get migraines, for instance, they will have trouble in the bathroom or trouble with their, with the health of the lungs. Interesting, interesting. Um, so if we're, if we basically have a combination of them, do we need to nurture every element? Mm. Oh, what a great question. Yes, we do. And here's what happens. Depending on how we're designed, how we're wired, we kind of develop what I call an autopilot setting. <laughs> it's almost like blinders that we wear that limits our possibilities. Uh, when we're having, when we're, we're faced with a problem, we tend to only see like one option or the autopilot setting means that in other words, you just automatically choose this choice because this is just how your system is designed to, to think and believe. And it doesn't right. allow you to see, oh, other options. For instance, if a wood element person um, in their job applied for a promotion and didn't uh -huh. get it, that's a hard thing for a wood element person 
because in life they want to make progress they are always wanting to be moving forward what's next and they want to kind of climb the corporate ladder if they're in that kind of job and, and so i think wood of a tree a tree keeps growing yes, taller exactly. and taller yeah the tree yeah. goes up and up and up and so a wood element person not getting the promotion it can be devastating it would be hard for any personality type sure. of course, but much harder for a wood element person it can cause them then to blame themselves or become depressed or get angry at their boss who denied them promotion thinking their uh -huh. boss is purposely trying to block their progress when uh -huh. that might not be the case at all so we can the autopilot setting then would make that person feel frustrated or angry and they might impulsively just quit then or start mm -hmm. saying uh, angry things to their boss which certainly doesn't help the relationship and and so right. you can see how they just kind of get in a little bit of a rut instead of being able to pull back so mm -hmm. if you're strongly wood element to answer your question yes we do need it can really help us to be mindful of the other aspects of our nature the other four elements and uh -huh. kind of think through those. Mm -hmm. it, I think about um, how, like, over the last couple of years, I've started delving into art. I always thought of myself as not artistic. I mean, yes, good at decorating and, and writing, but art per se, no, I hadn't done that since seventh grade. And the first thing I did was mosaics and mosaic mirrors, and there's a lot of symmetry and precision in that you know, work great. And then I started taking a couple of um, art classes. And when I found one where it was really about kind of like getting our hands into it and, and using all sorts of tools and just being kind of wild and layer upon layer upon layer, it really helped me. And I know that's not the typical metal approach. I'm, I assume that's water, right? But I, I felt- necessarily. Really? The, the, the random kind of thing, like a flow? Well, yeah. I mean, creativity, if you think about the initial stages of creativity, it's messy. It's like, you don't know. You're just playing around and exploring uh -huh. and there's water. But I have to say, in terms of your metal element personality, uh -huh. metal element people are, are very creative and artistic and, and very... Huh kind of having a natural sense of style and beauty, which I know you do. And uh -huh. so even though <laughs> you're diving in with your hands, which can be also wood element, like, let me edit, that can be kind uh -huh. of, <laughs> but then what comes out the other end, it'll be important for you to, to see that it has some aspect of beauty or it inspires you in some way. Would that make sense? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the, the class that I took where it was like all about precision masking off it drove me nuts right <laughs> but um <laughs> i i, I it, but it was funny because i i felt like i was nurturing other aspects of myself and yes. it made me feel more whole that's yeah. gorgeous and what a great example because actually the five elements are involved in everything that we do this is a map of every aspect of life so to take what you were just describing the creative process we always start with water element. And like I said a minute ago, water element is like, oh, I don't know, and let's figure, let's explore. And it gets uh -huh. messy and you're not quite sure what's going to happen. That's the first stage. The second stage is wood element. When things start happening, you're like, oh, I see where I'm going with this. Now I have a direction to go, just like the tree is growing up. You and bet. then comes fire element, which is the fun. And you feel like, oh, oh my God, this is really going to be something. I love this. This is uh -huh. fascinating. That's fire. 
And then earth element is about completion. So things are all the final pieces are coming together and it's really now coming to fruition. And then the final stage metal element is taking a step back and looking at it and thinking, oh, that I did, I did good. This is great. Feeling uh -huh. that sense of, of genuine pride, not egotistical pride, but real pride. Sure. In right. Fascinating. Uh, I know you've got lots more to say about staying in balance and coming back into balance, um, but we have to go to a quick break. Stay tuned for more with Jean Hayner here in just a few moments. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt, than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. This is Debbie Pokornik with a break-free parenting tip. If you haven't been practicing active listening or not getting into some bad habits, it's a good idea to go back to the basics and remind yourself how to be a good listener. Here's an idea that might help. When your child comes to you with a story about her day, set aside whatever you're doing and give her your full attention. If you're in the middle of something that can't be put aside, tell her that you really want to be able to give her story your full attention and ask if you could continue the conversation at a specific time. So for example, this sounds like an important story and I'd really like to give it my full attention. Can we talk about it in 10 minutes when supper's in the oven? Active listening might sound like common sense, but often it's these simple skills that get buried in our parenting pack and easily forgotten or overlooked. Challenge yourself to practice this skill for a full week and see if you notice a difference in how much your child is sharing. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change, with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. 
Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Welcome back to the Christine Uptrich Show. Had a little hiccup there uh, um, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com and, of course, KKNW AM 1150 in the Seattle area. We've got Jean Hayner here, and Jean is the author of numerous books. Uh, one of my all-time favorites is Clear Home, Clear Heart, and she's got a new one out that is wonderful as well. Uh, I've gotten to read the preview. It's not quite out yet. And it's called The Five Element Solution. Discover the spiritual side of Chinese medicine to release stress, clear anxiety, and reclaim your life. Okay, so, Jane, you were talking about how, um, like the creative process in particular, you're talking about how one element moves into another, moves into another, moves into another. And, and you show this on a nice circle uh, in a diagram in your book. How can the elements be used to balance each other out if, if there's like an excess of one or a deficiency in another? Right. This is the amazing thing about this is that the, the circle, which is how energy moves in every way in life, uh, is what Chinese medicine discovered. For instance, you know, in the seasons, we start with winter and then spring and then summer and then fall and then winter again. Everything moves in, in this circular fashion. Even right. times of life, there's you know, uh, pre-birth and then birth, childhood, prime of life, middle age, old age, death, and then again and again and times of day, right. night, morning, noon, afternoon, night, morning again. So yeah. it seems rather simplistic that there's a circle, but what the Chinese discovered over thousands of years of research is that the energy has a different quality at different stages in the circle. For instance, of course, winter has a different energy than summer, for instance. Um, uh -huh. But also at different stages on the circle, the energies interact in certain ways. So earlier I talked about how they, it, one way the energy moves is from water to wood, to fire, to earth, to metal. In other words, right. spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, but there are other places where uh, uh, an energy can step in if another one is, is getting too big, is kind of getting out of control. Elements uh -huh. will control each other. And by control, I don't mean a negative thing. It is a healthy thing. Like a plant has to grow in a controlled fashion according to a certain plan. It just can't kind of bleh, go all over the place. It probably wouldn't right. survive. So for instance, this can help us in terms of our personalities. Um, as an example, a metal element person sometimes takes life too seriously. They're, they tend to be very conscientious, very perfectionistic. They notice details other people will miss. And that's great. But uh -huh. the downside of that is that they can get too anxious about making a mistake or every little detail. Yeah. And boy, they can get all wound up in that. And that's when fire element can step in. And what fire element does is crack a joke. Fire element helps metal people not take themselves so seriously. So it can right. help a metal element person to have a fire element person in their life. <laughs> because uh -huh. when they get too anxious, they call up the fire element person and, oh my gosh, you know, they laugh and, and all of a sudden uh -huh. the metal person is more relaxed. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a water element person 
can help a fire element person. So water is said to control fire. You can think of like water putting fire out. Well, we don't want sure. that to happen. But what fire people can do is what I call catastrophize. They make mountains out of molehills. It's all oh, the world is ending when it's just a, a minor problem. Uh -huh. And water people have depth. They process things more slowly. They, they can kind of soothe the fire uh, freak out. And so uh -huh. a fire element person can benefit from having a watery friend to help them calm down and turn from that wildfire into nice glowing embers. <laughs> right, right, that makes sense, that makes sense. So um, one of your diagrams showed like metal on one side, wood on the other, and, and they're like different, different angles between the two. So um, how, how do they relate to each other? I mean, the, the example of wood and metal you, you gave was an ax cutting down wood. Yeah. So it's, it's what, a good, what is all that about? Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a mnemonic device to help people understand, oh yeah, what controls wood? Oh yeah, metal, because it's like an ax chopping wood. But again, it is to help the wood energy. So for instance, if, if a wood element person is um, very ambitious, boy, they want to get ahead and they're, they can be a little bit uh, urgent and they're pushing forward. So if they're starting a business, for instance, there'll be their eyes will be on the prize and come on, come on, come on, I want this to happen. How much money are we earning? And they can kind of follow the money and kind of lose track of their the original reason they came up with this idea why they uh -huh. believed in it so strongly how it will change the world well the metal mm -hmm. element person can show up or even the metal element side of a, a wood person can show up and uh -huh. and kind of interrupt and go well wait a minute you know what was the original purpose here what is what is the deeper meaning and what you want to achieve are you mm -hmm. staying on track with that or are you getting so excited by all the money pouring in or the results that you're getting distracted by things that aren't valuable that aren't important what right. was your original reason and so that will help the wood person come back into balance does that make sense oh yeah it does it makes perfect sense um so how, how do we nurture those parts of ourselves that aren't our primary quality. Yeah, well, there's the wonderful thing about this, this work is that Chinese culture and Chinese medicine is very pragmatic, very practical. It's not just, you know, inspirational woo-woo stuff. It's like, here's what you can do. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned at the top of the show that you tend to be skeptical. And I love that because I'm very skeptical too. It has to make sense to me. There has to be a logic right. behind it. And this definitely does. It is a science that's been developed and researched over thousands of years. So there are uh, certain things that we can remember to do even in everyday life. So let me just kind of lead you through some ideas for each of the elements in your life. Okay, great. Water element, if we think about it, it, it um, relating to the winter season, well, winter is when nature reboots, you know? It looks uh -huh. like everything's dead, but it's really resting. It's replenishing. Uh -huh. So that when spring comes, woo, there'll be great uh, development in, in the plant world. Well, what that means for us on a daily basis is that we need downtime. We need mm -hmm. time to relax and rest and replenish. And uh -huh. our society does not value that. <laughs> our culture values no. getting things done and making money and getting ahead, kind of a, yeah. a wood element society. So we tend to disregard it. Now, most people think, well, I get sleep, you know, is that, is that it? And yes, certainly, but most people don't even get enough sleep. 
But aside from sleep, it is in terms of downtime, it is deep relaxation, whether that's a long soak in the tub where you just sink into the water and every cell in your body just relaxes, you know, uh -huh. or meditation or just spacing out, watching a movie or reading a novel, uh, daydreaming, being creative, being loose. It, water element replenishment is not spacing out on social media. It's not puttering around the house, catching up with housework. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's not playing solitaire on your computer. It's, it's things that really help you relax. And uh -huh. so we need to be mindful to include downtime every day for ourselves. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Wood element. Oh gosh, there's so many things that we could do, but one really important thing has to do with timing because what they discovered in Chinese medicine is uh, they discovered biorhythms before Western medicine did that in a 24 hour period, every two hours, our energy shifts and changes into one of the elements. And Interesting. There's a, there's a really important time of night starting at 11 p.m. and actually lasting until 3 a.m. that is a wood element time. And one thing wood element has to do with is making decisions, making plans, getting clarity on what your vision is for the future. Uh -huh. At 11 p.m., if you're asleep, your body goes into unconscious decision-making mode, planning mode. It is a brilliantly rich time for metal element. And it's often like, you know, if you have a decision to make, you say, let me sleep on it. And then you wake uh -huh. up in the morning and sometimes you really do have a new insight or you're, you're able right. to make that decision. That's not a mistake. It's because between 11 PM and 3 AM, that's when your, your system did that. If you're not asleep during those times, don't be surprised if you're having a hard time making decisions or thinking about what career direction you want to take or some uh -huh. other thing to do with the plan for your life. So many time of, times I've worked with clients who are struggling with those kinds of things. And I ask them, so what time do you go to bed? Oh, one, two, oh, uh -huh. they're missing out on that valuable time. So for yeah. wood element, one really useful thing for all of us to do that Chinese medicine advises is be in bed with eyes closed by 11 p.m. Okay, I'll have to work on that one myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so so the next one is fire, is that right? Yeah, fire yeah. element. Fire is about the heart. And it is about the desire to express love to other people and to be able to receive love. And the heart needs to feel safe in order to do that. Uh, to some degree, all of us have had our hearts broken even in little ways in life, and, and that can create a need for the heart to heal. Um, one little way that you can uh, help keep your heart open in a healthy way, in other words, still feeling protected and safe, but open enough to allow love to come in and go out, is to give people compliments. <laughs> and what I right. mean by that is... Yes. Hand them out like candy. There are so um, many opportunities throughout your day to say something sweet to someone else in the, you know, in the checkout stand at the grocery store. To you bet. Clerk on how efficient he is or uh -huh. to compliment a friend on her shirt or something like that. And what will happen often is that that person will also compliment you back in many cases. And you have to be able to say, why, thank you, instead of, oh, this old thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Interesting. So that, and that, I think that that's great advice because so many people people need to 
hear those things. Mm. You know, we've got, we've got the inner critic um, as we go about our daily lives and we have to work, you know, I, I use we, maybe I'm projecting a lot, but I've, <laughs> I've had to work really hard to minimize that inner critic. And when other people are complimenting something that's not, not just like flattery, but something that is honestly true, that it helps me focus on that as opposed to mm -hmm. the inner critic. Well, and you're right, because what I often say about metal element people is that criticism soaks in, but praise bounces off. Uh-huh, yeah. And that, <laughs> yeah. And that includes yeah. self-praise. So this very strong inner critic for metal element people, and not so much for the other types. They, they will certainly have their own struggles, but self-criticism or low self-esteem really belongs to the metal person. <laughs> Oh, goody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so after fire comes earth. Um, yeah. How do we move through the, the earth element? So earth is, one way to understand earth is that it's the archetype of the mother. This is mother energy. Has uh -huh. nothing to do with being male or female or whether you're a parent or not. It is about what we, you know, what do we understand about what a proverbial mother is like? It uh -huh. brings her joy to take care of her family. And so to make sure your earth is healthy, you need something to care for, whether it's an animal or a friend or a greenhouse plant or a partner uh -huh. or a whole circle of friends or a community to feel that you are nurturing something, nourishing something. But the right. most important aspect of that is nurturing yourself. In other words, self-care. Mm, yeah. And these days when people hear the words self-care, most of the time they think, oh, got to exercise, got to eat healthy, got to get enough sleep. That's not uh -huh. what I mean by self-care. I mean kindness towards self. Uh -huh. If you think about how a mother treats her child, it's always with kindness. It's right. with the joy of making a special treat for the child or just hugging them and giving them love. That's uh -huh. what I mean by self-care in Chinese medicine. Okay. And the fifth and, and, and final one is metal. How do we nurture the metal within us? Yes. Within us. You know, whenever I do a session with a metal element person, uh, I, I, when I ask them, so, you know, why did you, why did you decide to have this session? What would you like to get out of it? Mm -hmm. Always, the first words out of their mouth are, I want to find my purpose. Oh, interesting. So metal element, another aspect of it is your sacred connection with heaven. In other uh -huh. words, uh, doing the right thing, finding your purpose, fulfilling your purpose. Metal people care a lot about purpose and meaning and authenticity. Yes. And so what is most valuable in life? What is most meaningful? And mm -hmm. so in your average day, even take some time to kind of settle from all the frenzy and the stress of trying to get things done. And OK, uh -huh. what's most valuable to me right now? Am I making enough time for that? Am I honoring uh -huh my sacred contract? Do I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose or do I feel lost and I, I, I don't know how to find it? Then right. you would need to take some time to think about that. And I'll, I'll use myself as an example again, um, as a metal, I was talking to a coach a couple, about a week ago uh, about some things relating to my career. And um, she said, well, you know, you need to have a business plan for this and figure out what's most important and then say no to those things that aren't important. It's like, mm. of course, like the, the saying no to those other things that, that I'm 
good at, could be doing, I think I should be doing, that like having to sort of make sure that I keep what I'm doing connected to my ultimate purpose. Yes. Um, and it, it was like, it was so refreshing, you know, that, but I needed to hear that. Yes. And I love how you took that information and took it in a metal way because other people would have perceived it differently. One thing uh -huh. that metal element people are really good at is looking far down the road, much farther than anyone else would, keeping uh -huh. their eyes on like, what is my highest and best use? What is yeah. my ultimate goal here? And am I still focused on that? Or am I fussing with little details that don't matter? Right, yeah. Okay, before we go any further, I, I wanna talk about, um, how people can connect with you. I know you do private sessions. I've had private sessions with you. You're wonderful. Um, but I also know that you do plenty of teaching and you were supposed to be here in Seattle at a live event. I forget <laughs> when, I think it was April, yeah. uh, but you've changed your schedule. So first of all, what's your website? Sure, yeah, I would love for people to come visit me. It's just my name, jeanhainer.com. There's lots of free information there. Uh, blog posts and all kinds of things. And then take a look at my uh, schedule and my events page because there is a really powerful online retreat happening July 19th to the 24th. This is a true retreat where we meet uh, a few times a day, but mostly it's me giving you five element wisdom, uh, things to do each day that will help make your life come back into balance, help you make progress, help you come home to yourself. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. I named the retreat long ago, find your way home, uh -huh. <laughs> not realizing that of course we're all stuck at home right now, but right. this helps us get a better sense of what it means, what we want. We're kind of being forced to look at what's on our plate here and think about what do I want my life to be like and what's wrong mm -hmm. with my life. And that's what this retreat is designed for. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. I also know that you're at this point, you're scheduled to be um, at East West Bookshop and then also at a at Hotel Nexus in October doing, um, you know, a, a, a talk in the evening. I think it's a, probably a Friday evening and then a weekend workshop, right? right. Um, in October, it's on, on the East West Bookshop website as well. Um, okay, so... Can you give us an example of, in, in just a, a few minutes, of somebody who's come to you with an imbalance, either psychological, physical, that was helped by this system? Mm. Well, I'll, I'll, I, what I kind of, in the introduction to the book, I tell kind of a funny story about how this all finally came together for me, because I would do very in-depth sessions with people about the problems that they're having and use Chinese medicine to, to show them their personality type and why this problem had developed and how to solve it and very practical things to do right away. And right. that would be great. And then with this particular client, just as she was leaving, she turned to me and said, but what do I do? And I thought, what do you do? I just told you what to do. <laughs> it was like in that moment, I think it was just all too much for her. And I realized, okay, I've worked on the conscious level with her, but I also need to work on the unconscious level. And so I gave her three things to do in the next two weeks and then to come see me again. One of them, what, what were they? Yeah. So one of them was what I mentioned a minute ago about being in bed by 11 because uh -huh. her, her imbalance was wood element. She needed to strengthen her wood element. So that's one way to do it. I also uh -huh. told her to take a walk, a half hour walk in nature every day, 
because nature heals all of us, but for wood element sure. people, especially being around trees, fantastic. And uh -huh. then the third thing is to wear more green because green is the color for wood element. And uh -huh. she was thrilled. She said, I can do that. And I thought, <laughs> okay. She came back two weeks later. Her problem was solved. She'd made a decision that she'd been struggling with. She'd stood up to other people who were trying to influence her. Her wood was in balance. So uh -huh. what we have to do with anything is to work on both the conscious and unconscious level. The conscious is the insights that you get in a reading, for instance, or what you learn sure. in a workshop. The unconscious is these seemingly inconsequential energetic things that you do in your life. Wear more green. Uh -huh. around trees how could that possibly do anything but those are the equivalent of acupuncture needles for your life right and i was fascinated because in your book you talk about each different thing and i mean even things relating to clutter and it's not your typical clutter clearing advice right. it's like for for different imbalances you do different kinds of things or approach it differently mm -hmm. um and in for one i think you actually said create some clutter you know like a, a certain type of controlled clutter so it's it's fascinating. They're, they're very grounded examples of what we can do to come back into balance, which I think was fascinating. Exactly. Okay. And, and it, these things are fun and easy for people to do, and they get astonishing results. Okay, so in a minute or less, do you have advice for those of us who are dealing with the fears and the restrictions of the pandemic? Mm, yeah. I think it's always the most important thing, no matter what's going on in our lives, is to always be true to your nature. The more you understand why you are the way you are, the more you'll be able to understand what you need to deal with stress, to go through such a difficult time like this. It won't be the same as what you see other people doing. And if you're aware of why, then oh, you can own it and you can, you can help yourself. Pay attention to your intuition. What's your gut instinct on what you need, even though it may seem illogical or other people are telling you that won't help. Well, they don't uh -huh. know. They're not the same vibration. Right, right. This has been so fascinating, Jean. Again, I want to encourage people to purchase the book. It's, it's going to go on my bookshelf when I can get a physical copy. <laughs> and again, the book is called The Five Element Solution, Discover the Spiritual Side of Chinese Medicine to Release Stress clear anxiety and reclaim your life. So I think the five element solution, Gene Hayner, G-E-A-N-H-A-N-E-R, you'll find it on Amazon, find it on our website. Um, Gene, it's always fascinating to, to talk to you, to come to your classes and to just see how you're evolving. And, and the more you share, the, the more it's helping to bring us home, as you say. And I thank you for that. Oh, I'm honored, Christine. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you all for joining us here today. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to empower yourself to step further into your vibration of change, please visit my website at christineupchurch.com, where you can learn more about my insights, upcoming events, and private sessions.